ഹിമുദിമ إن أول بيت موضع للناس للذي ببكة مباركا وهدى للعالمين فيه آيات بينات مقام إبراهيم ومن دخله كان آمنا ولله على الناس حج البيت من استطاع إليه سبيلا ومن كفر فإن الله غني عن العالمين صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا معلمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي شروع شيء قلنا اللهم صل وسلم respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home anyone given the opportunity to make a ziyarah of baitullah sharif and masjid nabawi sallallahu alayhi wasallam then the truth of the matter is that even when he returns back home the memories of the beautiful city makka and madinatul munawwara never seem to vacate the mind and soul and i am sure these are the symptoms right now for many of the hujjaj that have returned back to their destination no matter what Subhanallah Allah has kept this attraction in Baitullah Sharif and Masjid-e-Nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the two most blessed locations and it is for this reason inshallah in tonight's session i wish to cover how memorable it must have been for the sahaba the companions of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam for them to accompany rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam when rasulullah made intention for hajj what an honor it must be for the companions subhanallah some of the scenes that you witness even today when you go towards babu salam and the different faces you see different languages people dressed up in their own traditional clothes and the love they have for rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam standing in front of him thousands and thousands of people passing from one end to the other end and when he comes to giving salam to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allahu Akbar you see people crying weeping the love that they have the love is visible on their faces you even see some lifting up their hands and greeting rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam subhanallah this is the power honor allah gave status maqam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam 
And whilst in Makkatul Mukarramah and Madinatul Munawwara, every step that you take, you just wonder. These are the precious spots and portions of the Bukah lands. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam must have passed from here. Sahaba ikram ajma'in must have passed from here. And for the companions to be in the company of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and to perform hajj, that is indeed a great honor. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam's mission of hajj was one of the very last tasks given to him. Very last. Scholars have mentioned that the Hajj of Rasulullah was in the 10th year of Hijri. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam had given subtle indication to many of the individual companions that time has come very very close now. That the mission given to me is about to complete and when the mission is completed, the nabuwat, the sharia, the ahkam, the rules and regulations, when they have been explained to the ummah, my wish is to visit my Lord. In the tenth year of Hijri, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam even dispatched Hazrat Mu'az ibn al-Jabal as a governor for Yemen and said to him that Mu'az Possibly when you return back you might not see me. And this is on the 10th year of Hijri. Possibly when you return back you might not see me. Huzur alayhi salatu was salam was informing the companions, explaining to them that the time is very very close. My expiry, my demise, my time to leave this dunya is very very close. Hazrat Mu'az ibn al-Jabal started to cry. He said, Ya Rasulullah, if this is the case, you want me to leave Madinatul Munawwara and you deprive me from your company. Absalallahu reminded him of this great responsibility that Allah has put on the shoulders of this Ummah. Kuntum khayra ummati. You are the best Ummah. You are ambassadors for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your duty is to spread Islam. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave him comfort and said to him, Ya Mu'az, wherever you go, wherever your death comes, if you have taqwa, if you die in the state of taqwa, on the day of qiyamah, Allah will resurrect you close to me. You will be standing next to me, wherever you die. But Allah will bring you closer to me. Nasu awla bi al-muttaqoon The closest people to me on the day of Qiyamah are the companions and those who are muttaqeen. It was only words of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that gave comfort to Hazrat Mu'az ibn al-Jabal radiyallahu ta'ala an and he left Madinatul Munawwara. Even one year before the ninth hijri of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to Abu Bakr Siddiq that I am appointing you as an Amir for all the Hujjaj. The Ummah that wishes to perform Hajj, you are the Amir. Scholars have mentioned Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not perform Hajj with Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq but made him the Amir for one reason. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught the method to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq how to perform hajj and his duty was to make sure 
that all the pagan customs that the mushrikeen were performing during Hajj were all completely abolished, preparing the platform for the year to come. So when Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam was to perform Hajj, thousands and thousands of people were to accompany him. Strict Sharia rules and regulations are given to the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Again, an indication here, Subhanallah, that the Khilafat will be given to who? Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, before his demise, appoints and selects Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq as an Amir, Subhanallah. And that is why also one picture when you are in front of the Kaaba. You want to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Ya Allah, you have made us from the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'at. And that we are Sunni Muslims. This is great privilege and great honor that Allah has given us. Sunni Muslims. That we are Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'at. We follow the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we have deep love for the companions. And that we love Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. We love Hazrat Umar Farooq. We love Hazrat Usman, we love the Ahl Bayt, we love Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an, we love every Sahabi, Muhajir and Ansar. And this is the meaning of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'at. We should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my respected brothers. Imam Malik rahmatullah alayhi used to say, in the Qabristan here in Jannatul Baqi, 10,000 companions are resting. 10,000 companions. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave information to the people of Medina that he has made intention to perform Hajj. He did not announce officially, but people knew, the companions knew. And all the Sahaba, the companions were preparing. We Hajj karna hai huzur alayhi salatu wasalam ke saath. Subhanallah. Scholars have mentioned it was on the 24th of Zilka'da, Yawmul Jumu'ah, Friday, the month was February. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam delivered a khutbah and he officially announced and he said that very soon I will leave Madinatul Munawwara with the intention to perform Hajj. When news broke out, it is said that thousands and thousands of Sahaba Kiram Ajma'een flooded into Madinatul Munawwara. Flooded into Madinatul Munawwara. By the Asr time, Allama Zarkani rahmatullah alayhi has mentioned that 130,000 companions were in the surroundings of Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 130. In fact, majority of the companions hold this opinion that it is impossible for anyone to quantify the right figure. It's impossible. On your right, on your left, this ocean of people and like how Mi'raj was given to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Hajj of Rasulullah was nothing less in terms of spirituality. The events that unfolded for Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam in Mi'raj, subhanallah, similar events occurred in the time period that Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam left Madinatul Munawwara until the end of Hajj. In fact, if I would say that it was a mobile madrasa and masjid for the companions. Those who were juhala, illiterate Bedouins, who came in the company of Rasulullah during Hajj became great scholars. 
those who were unaware became aware those who were illiterate subhanallah became enlightened with knowledge with nur subhanallah those that were dull and lazy they became subhanallah uh, attentive to hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam it was all about spirituality everything was taken in in those few days from nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam wallahi lazim i cannot do justice to the hajj of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam in one session scholars have recorded every minute of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam to such an extent that even that honorable barber who shaved the head of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam his name is mentioned and those that were on the right hand side those that were on the left hand side all the companions that were on the right and left their names are also mentioned every detail of hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam is mentioned on the 24th of zilqa'da yawm al-jumu'ah rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam made this announcement so many people were coming in madinatul munawwara on the 25th of zilqa'da rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam did alwida to madinatul munawwara and he stopped at a point what we know as zul hulaifa zul hulaifa today even alhamdulillah those that uh, make ziyara of masjid nabawi and enter into makkah usually the stop is at zul hulaifa the government has made and built a beautiful masjid with all the facilities you have shower rooms you have toilets masajid beautiful masjid there everything is well structured that is the area where nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam stopped at and in the night huzur alayhi salatu wassalam saw a dream the next morning he related that dream to some of the companions he said that in the night an angel came to me and said to me o muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam this is a blessed valley perform two rakat and make intention of hajj and umrah make intention of hajj and umrah ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam said this to the companions 130,000 plus not to forget that excluding the companions that were already settled in the city of Makkah and the companions that were coming from Yemen Hazrat Ali Hazrat Musa Ashari radiyallahu ta'ala and were coming from Yemen all the sacrificial animals were coming from Yemen to make ziyara of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Mina so many many companions Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam before zuhur salah on the 26th made ghusl and as mentioned today also yawm al-jumu'ah hazrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala an had extracted from the zarira plant this special liquid which was itr that the arabs used and huzur alayhi salatu wasallam loved itr and she rubbed it on the head the beard and the body of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam ab sallallahu alaihi wasallam then performed ghusl and after ghusl he put on his ihram he read his zuhur salah and he made intention and he said labbaik allahumma labbaik labbaik la sharika lak subhanallah imagine the talbiyah of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam when they heard the talbiyah of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam everyone recited the talbiyah historians have even mentioned just to quote here one historical fact that in zul hulaifa the son of hazrat abu bakr siddiq was born hazrat asma bint umais gave birth 
to Muhammad bin Abu Bakr, the son of Hazrat Abu Bakr, Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala, whilst the caravan, the kafla was leaving for Hajj. She was in that state. And she gave birth to Muhammad bin Abu Bakr. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua for the son of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. The mother was Asma binti Umais and told Hazrat Asma binti Umais that you clean yourself and carry on and you carry on until you are in that state to perform hajj but make niyyah for your hajj. And she also joined the kafla. It is said that in Madinatul Munawwara, again just some facts, it would be better for us to note. In Madinatul Munawwara, after the arrival of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the first child to be born is Abdullah bin Zubair. Abdullah bin Zubair. In Zul Hulayfa, the first child to be born is Muhammad bin Abu Bakr. In Madinatul Munawwara, after the arrival of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the first child born is Abdullah bin Zubair. He was born in Quba. And when he was born, subhanallah, the mother came running to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Scholars have mentioned that even before the milk of the mother, the first thing that entered the stomach of Abdullah bin Zubair was the saliva of Rasulullah. Allahu The saliva of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he did tahniq khajur that entered the stomach. Subhanallah, what a precious soul Abdullah bin Zubair must be. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam made dua for that child. These were the giants amongst the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam respected brothers. When they were born, the children would come to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam and Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would make dua for them. 26th of Zul Ka'da, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam leaves Zul Hulayfa. It took Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam on an average of eight days to get to which is very very reasonable generally it took uh, the travelers 8 days from Madinatul Munawwara to Makkatul Mukarrama at a normal speed when Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam got to Madinatul Munawwara it was the 4th of Zil Hijjah the 4th of Zil Hijjah the first action of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as he entered Baytullah Sharif Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam went towards Hajar al-Aswad and Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam kissed the Hajar, the black stone. The black stone. Subhanallah. And then he said to me that there was a punching contest this year and people were punching each other in that area where Hajar al-Aswad is. Huh? Subhanallah. I happened to just cross that line of and did just istilam and I just looked at the people there and I said, Nay, bhai. Just get away. Subhanallah, some of the women that are there, and the women want to get there and kiss the stone, and they tend to push out the men folks. Allahu Akbar, in orto se shadi ki jaye to kya ho? They were actually pushing out the men and want to kiss the black stone. Subhanallah, Allahu Akbar. But what a beautiful scene the haram is, the mataf is, subhanallah. What a beautiful scene. From after Asr, you just sit in the mataf and look at the beautiful Kaaba. Uh, or sit in Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Subhanallah. And look at the Raza and read the Rood and recite the Quran. Look at, subhanallah, and imagine Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam's masjid. 
Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam kissed the Hajar. After that, Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made Tawaf. One Mas'ala that anyone who comes from outside, there is no Tahiyyatul Masjid for Masjidul Haram. There is no Tahiyyatul Masjid for Masjidul Haram. Tahiyyatul Masjid is for the other mosques. For Masjidul Haram, the Tahiyyah is Tawaf. For Masjidul Haram, the Tahiyyah is Tawaf. Unless you don't have an opportunity to do Tawaf and you are sitting in the Masjid and one wishes to perform a Tahiyyatul Masjid, scholars have given permission. But if you enter Masjidul Haram, the Tahiyyah, the greeting of the Masjid is not by two rakats, but by doing Tawaf of the Kaaba. This is what the scholars have mentioned, and this is what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam performed Tawaf. The first three circuits were done uh, in, in speed. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did it quickly. And the rest of the four were in normal speed, walking normally from one side to the other side. After the tawaf, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went towards the platform of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, what we know as maqam Ibrahim. Allah has said, وَاتَّخِذُ مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُسَلَّمُ And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at the maqam and he read the verses and he said, وَاتَّخِذُ مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُسَلَّمُ Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went behind the maqam and read two rakats which are wajib in the fiqh of Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullah alayhi. In the first rakat, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read, قُلْ يَا أَيُّهُ الْكَافِرُونَ And in the second rakat, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٌ after performing two rakats, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam returned back to the black stone Hajri Aswad and kissed it again. And this is sunnah. A lot, a lot of the brothers miss, miss that opportunity. If you can't kiss, then what you need to do is istilam. So when you move from maqam Ibrahim, you return back before your sa'i, you do istilam of the Hajrul Aswad. A lot of people lift up the hands completely. That is not the case. But when you're doing istilam around the, the, the when you're doing tawaf and every time you go around, you just lift your hands uh, to your chest to, to I- imagining that you were kissing the hajar you were kissing the hajar. So according to your height. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kissed the, the black stone. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam completed his tawaf went towards Safa and Marwa. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even climbed the mountain of Safa. When he climbed the mountain of Safa, a lot of the companions were with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is said that nobody could see the Safa mountain. So many of the companions were with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua. He read the verses which Sheikh Dawood just read today in Isha Salah. What did he read? In the Safa wal Marwata min sha'airillah faman hajj al-bayta wa'tamara fala junaha alayhi an yittawafa bihima. These are the verses that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam read and then he read uh, the tasbih La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah lahul mulk wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadir La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah anjaza wa'dahu anjaza wa'dahu wa hazama al-ahzaba wahda wa nasara abda Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making dua that Allah fulfilled his promise Allah helped his servant and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has abolished the system of paganism. The jahiliya system that was there before the coming of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is said that the mushrikeen would do tawaf completely naked. Completely naked. They would take out their clothes. 
and the aqeedah belief was that how is it possible for anyone to do tawaf of the Kaaba in the clothes that we sin in and so they would do tawaf naked until this ayat karima was revealed Ya Bani Adam khuzu zinatakum inda kulli masjid so when you enter the masjid make sure you wear the best clothes like how we dress up for Eid every time you go to the masjid you must put on your best clothes and this is the sunnah and the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did uh, the sa'i of Safa and Marwa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even give tawfiq to the authority in charge that they preserve Islamic heritage that they preserve Islamic heritage with all the good that is there the, the negative side is aliyazu billah if you delay your, your hajj and umrah you're missing out from seeing some beautiful Islamic heritage and Islamic sites that are there right now there is no marwa right now there is no marwa in the time of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, even in our times people would go and stand on the mountain of marwa Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam did sa'i of safa and marwa after completing his sa'i scholars have mentioned that the hajj of Rasulullah was kiran was kiran now there is ikhtilaf some have said that no it was tamattu some have said no it was ifrad scholars have said any type of hajj that you do it is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to the companions who did not have a sacrificial animal that they should take off the ihram and do tamattu first they did not want to do tamattu but Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to them that if I knew if I knew what I know now I would have done exactly what I am telling you and only after that the companions shaved their heads and some of them did tamattu and some of them were in that state of qiran and it is also sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam to perform hajj ifrad so anything what you do whatever you do it is the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam qiran is very very difficult in a sense unless you go a few days before a few days before uh, that's okay but if you go three to four weeks before and if you want to do Qur'an, it is extremely difficult. Generally, uh, the easy way out is to perform tamattu or do ifrad. These are the masail of hajj. Subhanallah. Like uh, the masail of zakat. Subhanallah. Very, very complex. There is so much detail. In the same manner, the masail of hajj, there is so much detail. And then you have the masail, the fiqh of Imam Abu Hanifa, the fiqh of Imam Malik, the fiqh of Imam... Shafi'i and the reason is you have so many narrators narrating the Hajj of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You have so many ahadith. We have chapters in the books of ahadith as Kitabul Hajj. Kaifa Hajj al Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. How did Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam perform his Hajj? Subhanallah, after performing Safa, Marwa, Sa'i, and Tawaf on the 8th of Zil Hijjah. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam sat on his camel Qaswa and went towards Mina. In Mina, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam performed Zuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha and Fajr Salah. In between, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave a brief khutbah explaining to the different tribes that were there the method of performing Hajj 
and also the different delegation and tribes that came, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam would meet them. On the ninth of Zilhijjah, subhanallah, which is the day of Arafat. That is the main thing. Allah accept your hajj. Yawmul Arafa. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to the companions that hajj is Arafa. The main function of hajj is Arafa. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that the place of Arafat has been chosen for you because this was the place that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam had chosen for himself. It was selected by Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and in memory of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, the area that he chose has become the farz of Hajj. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam has even said that I saw shaitan on the day of Arafat in, and he was in the state of skin and bones. Skin and bones, very thin, weak and feeble. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said that when he looks at the ummah crying and repenting with sincerity it affects him. And it even affects him when you are pelting at the jamarat. When you are pelting, when you throw the stone at the shaitan, it even affects him. Up for, for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Allahu Akbar, a special tent in an area of Namara the companions were there, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, rested in the tent for a few hours. When the sun had declined, that is the time Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam came out. The companions were even announcing that stand where you are standing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam will come out. And the khutbah that Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam delivered on Yawmul Arafah. Subhanallah, even the Christians have read the khutbah. And it is considered to be the main declaration for human rights. The main declaration for human rights. The three main essential points for every human being. Security of life, security of honor, and security of wealth. You have three things, you have everything. Security of life, security of wealth, security of honor. Today, you may have security of life, but you have no security of honor. Free speech, people infiltrate, come to your masjid, come to your madaris, and they ask you questions, and they want to know who you exactly are, subhanallah, and with free speech, they can swear at you, do whatever they want. And in the khutbah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam secured the first three things, security of life, Security of wealth and security of honor. The Arabs would loot each other. Would take anything, any, any, any possession they wanted. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam put a stop to all that. That khutbah, subhanallah, my respected brothers, I haven't got time, uh, we haven't got time rather in this one session to cover all the points. But just the few main points of the khutbah, I have it with me here, photocopy. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam's method of speaking. That is something to note. Reminding the companions all the time that are you listening to me? Hal tadruna ayu yawmin hala? Do you know what day it is today? Everybody knew what day it is today. But the method of speaking, that how important it is 
that now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to close the door of nabuwwat. Everything will complete. Are you listening to me attentively? Do you know what day it is? Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the, uh, in the valley of Arafat, the plains of Arafat, he said, Ayyuhan nas, O people, isma'u qawli, listen to me. فَإِنِّي لَا أَدْرِي لَعَلِّي لَا أَلْقَاكُمْ بَعْدَ آمِي هَذَا بِهَذَا الْمَوْكَفِ أَبَدًا Maybe you will not see me again here. Maybe you will not see me after this year again. So listen to me very very carefully. And the translation إِنَّ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَأَمْوَالَكُمْ حَرَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ It is unlawful for you to shed the blood of one another or take unlawfully the fortunes of one another. To kill someone. To kill someone. Allahu Akbar. And how is it to kill someone on the day of Eid? Huh? Mm. How is it to kill someone on the day of Eid? Where are human rights gone? Huh? Two billion Muslims. What about the feelings of the Ummah? What about the feelings of all the Muslims around in the world? When we wake up we say Eid Mubarak, people are preparing subhanallah to go for their salah and khutbah and a slap on the face of two billion Muslims. A slap. We have a list of dictators in the world today. A list of dictators. List of dictators. But this game that is being played, pick and choose, pick and choose, pick and choose, pick and choose. Allah, on the day of Eid. On the day of Arafah, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying that your blood, subhanallah, every human being, not just the Muslims, that your blood is haram, as in it is valued, like how the house of Allah is sacred, like how Kaaba is sacred, like how Makkatul Mukarramah is sacred, life is sacred. Your wealth is sacred. Your honor is sacred. The very first khutbah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahu Akbar. What has happened my respected brothers and elders? This is the dunya that we live in. And this is just the starting. It will get more difficult for the ummah. More difficult. These are the signs of qiyamah. This is something that we should expect. Furthermore, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says that, I put under my feet all the other systems of jahiliyyah, pagan customs. And that now we follow the sharia, the rules and regulations that I have uh, elaborated for you, what I have said as what is my sunnah. And then the third section, very important. Imagine on the day of Arafah, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talks about the rights of women. On the day of Arafah, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is giving khutbah and he talks about the rights of women. And the world is saying that Islam does not give rights to women. Al-Hajju Arafah, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ النِّسَاءِ فَإِنَّكُمْ أَخَزْتُمُهُنَّ بِأَمَانَةِ اللَّهِ O men folks, fear Allah in your women that you have taken. Fear Allah in the women that you have chosen as your spouses, your partners, as the lady who is in your nikah. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Look at the words that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uses. 
Allah's Nabi is saying that this is an amanat from Allah given to you. A woman is an amanat of Allah given to you. Has any Nabi spoke of a woman like that? Subhanallah. Be amanatillah. It is an amanat that Allah has given to you. وَاسْتَحْلَلْتُمْ فُرُوجَهُنَّ بِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ Allah's Nabi is saying that they are loyal to you. You have to be loyal to them. Be good with them. And you have a right. You have to make sure that you treat them with equality. And that you show your love and mercy to them. This khutbah, Allahu Akbar, just this subject, scholars have written, not books, volumes. Volumes. Just on one section of the khutbah of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Nabi speaks of women, Allah's Nabi speaks of security of life, security of honor, Allah speaks, Allah's Nabi speaks of wealth, the izzah that is given, Allah's Nabi even says, إِنَّهُ لَا نَبِيَّ بَعْدِي وَلَا أُمَّةَ بَعْدَكُمْ أَلَا فَعْبُدُ رَبَّكُمْ O people, I am not succeeded by a prophet, and you are not succeeded by any nation. Allah's Nabi explains here the importance of khatm nabuwat that this is the last ummah, and after Every explanation, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam points at the 130,000 companions that are there and says to them, Are you listening to me? If Allah was to ask you about me, the message, what would you say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And they said, Nashadu annaka kad balatta wa daita wa nasahta. We bear witness, we would say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Wallah's Nabi. Oh Allah, Allah's Nabi has conveyed the message. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam conveyed the message. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would lift up his finger towards the heaven and he would say, Allahumma shahad. Allahumma shahad. Allah, you be the witness. This is how important it was for a Nabi that he has to continue with tabliq. Tabliq means to, to impart. Tabliq means to impart knowledge. This was the duty of every Nabi. And finally, very briefly, just some points here. The khutbah is very long. After the khutbah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, these verses were revealed. الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَةِ وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَةِ The very last, one of the few last verses of the Qur'an to be revealed on Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When these verses were revealed, the companions knew that now, all the Sharia rules have been explained. All the Sharia rules have been explained. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, This day I have perfected your religion for you, completed my favor upon you, and have chosen for you Islam as your religion. Have chosen Islam as your religion. Subhanallah. When these verses were revealed, the next day was Yawmun Nahar, the day. Uh, as we know as Eid al-Azha Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam pelted the, the bigger shaitan nowadays uh, the shaitan is quite big isn't it? very very big Ahmad, you've, you've seen the shaitan first before us haven't you? <laughs> MashaAllah the shaitan is very big so it's very 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 easy to pelt the shaitan Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam did the pelting after that scholars have mentioned Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam himself sacrificed 63 camels 63 camels after that uh, in total 100 camels were slaughtered the rest was by the hands of Hazrat 
Ali radiallahu ta'ala and then all the companions gathered around Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it was time for halaq it was time for halaq Allahu Akbar and this is an ajeeb scene even written in the books of seerah at the time of halaq all the companions were there it is said that every hair of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was given to the companions Every hair, every portion of the hair was given to the companions that were there. Allahu Akbar. This is barakah that the companions received from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the last three days, Ayyam al-Tashriq, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam again delivered another khutbah and explained to the people the importance of following the sunnah, the sharia, explained to them all the fundamentals, the five pillars and scholars have mentioned the very famous verse of the Quran which we read in Surah Al-Maghrib in, Surah, in Maghrib Salah إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسِ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجَ This surah was revealed to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the last three days what we know as Ayyame Tashriq when this verse was revealed some of the companions knew straight away Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala knew straight away Allah says that when uh, the help of Allah and victory comes nas, and when you see people entering uh, in, in their drones into Islam وستغفر, then glorify the name of Allah and do istighfar Allah is the one who accepts from you all the tawbah, the repentance, repentance that you do it is said that when this verse was revealed upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam of sallallahu alayhi wa sallam isolated himself and was continuously engaged in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the, the, the tasbihat of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is also recorded in the books of hadith frequently he would utter the words subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanallah al-azim subhanallah wa bihamdihi subhanallah al-azim and he would say astaghfirullah rabbi min kulli zambin wa atubu ilayh astaghfirullah rabbi the hajj was performed on the 10th of hijri and right at the beginning of the 11th Hijri, 12th Rabiul Awwal, Monday morning, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away. So this was the very last mission task given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, respected brothers, right now, uh, the only thing that I can picture is the Haram and Masjid al-Abwi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and it is for this reason that we dedicate this session for the companions, Sahabai Kiram Ajma'een, and how memorable it must have been for them uh, to perform Hajj with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inshallah, in the next session, we will continue with our subject, the seerah and the khilafat of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiyallahu ta'ala. Du'at al Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Nabiyyilumi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna inna kanta tawabu rahim nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk Allah is majlis ko kabool farma Allah ye naujawan log bethe huye hai Allah dunya ko chhor kar Allah teri pana me aaye hai Allah humari is majlis ko kabool farma Mawla tu bahana dhunta hai ye ek bahana ban jaya Allah tu humse razi ho ja Allah jo log had se aaye unke had ko 
مقبول فرما مبرور فرما اللہ جس کی جو پریشانی ہو اس پریشانی کو دور فرما اللہ تو ہم سے راضی ہو جا جیسے صحابہ کرام اجمعین سے تو راضی ہو گیا اللہ جو بیمار ہے ان کو شفا دے جو دنیا سے چلے گئے اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما جنہوں نے کہا ہے دعاؤں میں یاد رکھنے کے لیے اللہ ان کی جائز حاجت کو پورا فرما اللہ جو مکروز ہے غیب کے خزانے سے اللہ ان کے قرض کو بری فرما دے اللہ رحیم ہمیں شفا دے اللہ رحیم ہمیں شفا دے اللہ ہمیں برکت دے ہر لحاظ سے ہمیں برکت دے وصل اللہ تعالی علی خیر خلقه محمد وعلى اله واصحابه وازواجه وذرياته واهل بيته اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين